Yo, what's up? Episode 31 here as we talk about the abundance and the future of Carchos. You might have been to some. Let's get into it. Let's have some fun with this episode. Episode... Welcome to episode 31 of Mealy Stocks. Uh, my name is Jamil. I am the owner of the Mealy Pop Shop here in Gainesville, Florida. Give us a follow on all the social platforms if you give it uh, if you get a chance. Um, I am excited for episode 31 because we are going to talk about what has become more than just a card show, but really the uh, the hype and the future and the abundance of card shows in our our nation. Um, so I can't wait to get into this topic. And you know, as I start, I usually have a little plug for something. Well, to, uh, this this uh, this week's plug is quite interesting because it's uh, me at a card show that also Slab Stocks will be at uh, down in Miami. Uh, don't say Miami, uh, but Miami uh, at the Courtside Card Show. I will be there uh, with the full force of our sh our shop. We'll have a lot of cards, a lot of wax. Um, I'll be set up with a uh, Card Kahuna and many other folks. Um, as you guys know, Jacob, maybe from the deals that we've done recently with the Pokemon case and uh, some other awesome people um, at this event, please, please come out if you are in Florida or if you want to fly in. It is going to be pretty awesome. I heard it's about 125, 150 tables. Uh, so we should be uh, expecting quite a bit. And I'm sure the dealing will be uh, be, a men uh, be quite a bit. So Aaron will be there as well. Slap Stocks will be there. And Mealy Pops will be there. So it'll be a true Mealy Stocks show, right, baby? Um, so hopefully you can make it out. That is May 1st and 2nd this weekend. All right, so let's talk about card shows and and kind of what I'm seeing with that. Uh, I, I was talking about Aaron about some ep episodes and, and future things, planning it out, and you know he was kind of just mentioning to me, you know, let's let's just get into this with card shows because uh, this is happening more often uh, than ever. We are seeing new shows pop up all over the place, and we're not seeing the small, you know. 30 table show with the Knights of Columbus or in the high school gym and there's nothing wrong with those shows trust me those are awesome but what I'm seeing is just massive shows and I'm seeing people who are running these shows uh, at, from from a younger perspective so it's very interesting to see where the hobby is going uh, what the marketplace at these shows are like and of course uh, what to expect when you uh, go to these shows so why is it important number one um, car shows have had their place you know from the 70s 80s 90s really with the boom I feel like 80s and 90s going to card shows you might go and get an autograph guest and get yourself a in line there and uh, go buy some some packs at the show yada yada you guys all have the memories you know the nostalgic element to it um, but what what I think is most important about um, card shows is that they are a um, a marker and they're also a beacon for the hobby and what I mean by that is um, you can kind of gauge and, and, and feel the pulse, right, of where uh, the market is at card shows. See what's hot, see who's buying what, um, what people are asking for. Uh, I think a lot of people enjoy that, right, the, the action, um, so to say, at a card show. And then uh, it, it, it's a beacon, I think, because it, it, it gives people um, an opportunity to buy and sell, trade, but it also gives people, I think, collectors and flippers alike, uh, investors, whatever you want to call, call call that term today, or the hybrid collector, hybrid investor, um, it gives them a, a little bit of hope to realize, hey, I can do this. I can function in this marketplace, make some money, 
buy and sell cards. Sometimes, you know, and I see this all the time at shows, people are on the floor back and forth buying and selling cards. Um, sometimes they're buying and selling cards before they've bought or sold the card or traded for the card, but uh, it's just the, kind of the craziness of shows. Um, so I'm really stoked to, to, to kind of see this next generation of shows. Now, I will say this, I am seeing a abundance of new shows show up, and I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing yet, but I think what I'm noticing, though, is that, that, that even at the Dallas card show, which is an incredible card show, I think paralleling and rivaling the national in some ways, um, these kinds of shows uh, are happening so frequently that I do notice a slight staleness to them. Now, I'm not saying that that, that is the overall arching theme of it. Every show has a, a different story. Every show has its deals. Every show has its awesome dealers. Everyone has Every show has its crappy dealers. Um, but I think what I'm seeing is that there's shows popping up everywhere, and there is an abundance of them. For example, I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to try my best, <coughs> by the way, to not call out a show because I know somebody will say, "Oh, Jamil, why'd you not call my show?" Or, "Hey, man, you know, uh, how come you didn't mention mine?" I'm going to do my best not to do that, but um, because I know there's so many out there. But I think about just us, right? My my little shop here in Florida and trying to be proactive there are two maybe three shows in the state paralleling each other almost every weekend and that's not a good thing um, because i think for my state where there only being 15 or so true car shops in the state uh, i don't know if, if that's helpful to the hobby that there's so many different shows uh paralleling one another within two three four hours drive um i am seeing more of them in my state in my in the southeast down here uh, i know for us in may you know, we have a show this weekend. I shared with you guys the Miami show coming up. We have a show the following weekend in Clearwater. We have a break. Then we have the, well, we have, I'm going to take a break. There are other shows going on that third weekend. Then Dallas shows up on the fourth weekend. And then the last weekend, there's other shows in the state, which will probably take a break as well. Um, but I'm finding that there can be some burnout, right, with people going to shows, uh, expending a lot of energy, their time, their weekends. Um, to sometimes see the same kind of stuff. So something that I try and do is not go to every show. I try and keep it fresh uh, from the selling side. Um, from the buying side, I, I you know I'm very active at shows you know in, in, in our state and, and, and nationally. Um, but I think there is an abundance and I'd love to see what you guys think about in the comments uh, wherever you're watching this on, on, on how you might be seeing shows increase very quickly. Now with that, I think a lot of people would say the reason why that's happening is because of greed. Um, and, and, and I think we can all attest to that is that where there is uh, a lot of profit and money to be made, there will be greed. Now I, I hope that for the sake of the hobby, we don't create too much. But I'm saying all this in the back of my mind realizing that there are still hundreds and thousands of people showing up to these shows. So it can't be that bad. We can't be in that bad of a place. And even when the market does dip, and we're seeing that kind of, uh, you know, here in uh, late April, early May, uh, amongst most sports, soccer has been really hot, but we're seeing some dips. Baseball has been pretty hot, but we're seeing even dips in that, right? Basketball, football, um, uh, Pokemon, different things, seeing dips and things, that there's still a vigor and still a, a, just a, a push for people to be at these shows, go to these shows. These shows are all sold out in my state. I talk to all the guys who promote the shows, waiting lists, can't get in, yada, yada. And I, I think that that just goes to show, um, sorry to use the pun there, but just goes goes to uh, you know give us a, uh, a barometer, right? A reading of 
the popularity of them. So there are a lot of shows, and I do think regionally we're going to start to see an emergence of the regional shows, the Southeast, the Midwest, the National Hole, the West Coast, uh, the, the Northeast, right? And you're starting to see more of that, I think, if you're paying attention without me going into details, but there are shows popping up everywhere, and these aren't, like I said, the, 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 the McDonald's shows, right? These are the all-you-can-eat buffet, Texas State, Brazil, steak dinner shows, right? Where the meat and potatoes and everything else and all the frills are there. So I, I want to be careful because I, I, I don't want to squ squash or, or put people down or think that it, this isn't a good thing because I think it is for the hobby. But regionally, what we're going to probably see is, and I think from a practicality standpoint, you can't go to every show and travel and do all this. And most people who are doing that, who are becoming kind of the figureheads at shows and they do this and this and this, they're going to burn out. And, and I think that a big thing of that is the overhead and the, you know, the element of is it really worth it um, versus maybe just uh, doing a fire sale from your home uh, computer or listing on eBay or whatever you do. So uh, I always ask that question to myself, uh, my team, and to others is that if you're going to shows, are you profiting? And that's a huge, huge, huge question that I think people answer too quickly. Of course I profit. I just flipped this card for that. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the time spent in that. Uh, you know, are you truly networking? Are you truly using that time wisely? Or is it one of those things where you're expecting money to come to you, right? So so being mindful of those things that, as we watch these shows grow. Um, uh, another note, you know, is, is the national show now. Uh, as many of you know, uh, have been following it, announced that they're not making a decision for the July National 2021 until June 1. This is because the state of Illinois and I think with Chicago, there are some uh, elements to there with, with COVID not meeting that level where they can have that amount of people in the show. And of course, international travel still having its bans and whatnot. So even if the National does happen this year, there is going to be, well, I don't know actually, I say that, but there's a, there is a frenzy around of cards. If the national does happen, I do believe there will be a frenzy. Will it be like years before? I don't know. Maybe it'll be greater. Maybe it'll be less. I remember Chicago 2019 and just how crazy that was. And we weren't even in the world in the frenzy of where we're at today. Um, so it'll be very interesting to watch that. Obviously, COVID restrictions, large gatherings. But we have the national, right? And then we also have something like the Dallas Card Show, which is putting on a national level 500, 600, 700 tables people going to it happening almost six times a year, um, uh, almost paralleling, creating a Midwest, Southern, you know, national type experience. Maybe we get to those regional experiences. There's a Northeast type national, a West Coast type national, a Southeast type national. You know, maybe those things will happen. And I hope so. I think it's great for the card market. Um, uh, and, and maybe we'll have our own little posses and gen, uh, people that we follow in each 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 region at the card shows. I like this guy. I like that guy. I like this shop. I like that dealer. Um, I, you know, I think it's good for the hobby to just create those microcosms and infrastructures. Um, so let's see where that goes. And then lastly, the last thing I want to talk about, uh, trying to keep this episode somewhat you know concise, um, is that obviously there's lots of shows, 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 and more shows. But I do think that we're seeing a shift a paradigm shift in the old type of show being dealer set up, you go, there might be some autograph guests, you're going to have this, you're going to expect this, versus the new show, which is, I think, a level playing field. You might have a DJ, you might have people breaking, you might have uh, uh, alcohol being served. I'm seeing this you know, from, from a standpoint of 
it, it being more experiential uh, versus and, and more more of something to bring other people to. And and I I, I kind of I look forward to that because I think that's going to bring a lot of new eyes into the hobby. But um, you know, there have been some shows just recently that have followed that model. So I, I'm seeing that more and more. I, I've argued this from the beginning that card shops. Um, need to become more experiential, need to become more catered to the customer. I think you're seeing that with shops that are, are, are truly the modern card shop versus uh, shops that are, let's just say, the old shop, right, mentality, not making changes, not adapting, not trying. And I love those shops. Those are the OGs of, of, of the hobby and what I came to know. But I'm seeing <coughs> the death of those shops uh, because even in this crazy market, they aren't making what they probably could be making. So, I see that happening with shows as well. That's where I'm trying to go in my crazy head. I see that old hat, new hat type of thing happening with shows. Now, I don't know, and I'm going to be very careful here, I don't know if the new experiential glitz and glamour, all the frills, five-star Uber rating, <laughs> right? I don't know if that's the future of the hobby. Um, I like to think that's a way to bring in new people to the hobby, but I don't know if that's the full future, right? I do think you know shows that are true to their roots, Good dealers, lots of marketplace happenings, um, maybe uh, presence of grading. I think those big three things, autograph, authentication, I, bring, I lump in with grading. Those big three, four things are massive. Of course, in a big city, accessibility, all those things go into play. But I think if you have the true uh, elements to a show, it's always going to attract uh, those people. Um, I'd love to see what you guys think about new shows. Maybe you guys have visited some shows and you're like, this isn't the typical show I've been to. I want to hear what you guys think about that. I think that's a, that's a that's a key in understanding where we're going uh, with with the card market and where the hobby is going as well. So um, I think that's going to do it for episode 31 on the show front. Be mindful of releases this week. Uh, I just kind of like to talk about releases because usually I film these episodes on a Tuesday. Tomorrow being a big release day. Bowman Baseball, right? The hobby and the jumbo. Big time stuff coming out. All the prospects, all the first Bowman Chrome autos. Very interesting to watch. UFC Prism, Khabib Gold Autos, Conor McGregor Silvers. Um, just the, the the amount of uh, 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 Usman. I mean, this is so much with with UFC and and the Prism element being the first release of Panini. I can't wait to see how this is going to do. Uh, uh, I'm seeing the market being around the eight hundred to nine hundred dollars a box for that blows my mind that it would be that much for a UFC release, but let's see what happens. So that comes out tomorrow. We have Diamond Kings Baseball, which is a staple for a lot of people, a very affordable wax um, box to buy. Uh, we also have Chronicles Football coming out this week. That is Chronicles Hobby and Hybrid Elements uh, being the second to last release of football before we get into the 2021 stuff. So we're getting there. Flawless is coming, everybody. Um, and that will cap off the 2020 class, which has been incredible, right? Look at 2020 National Treasures, how they've been selling with the quarterbacks. Um, we also have Upper Deck SP Game Use this week for hockey, another favorite uh, amongst a lot of people. I'm definitely forgetting one. I'm sorry. Uh, Formula One Chrome just came out last week, which was also an, uh, just a banger of a product. I think a lot of people uh, really ate that up um, and enjoyed that product. Um, and so there's, there's just all these products coming out again. I know we've kind of talked about it from the standpoint of uh, being a little bit of an overabundance of stuff in the hobby, but um, you know it's there. It's it's going to be there. People are going to rip it. I'd love to see what you guys think, and let me just check in and see. I think I caught everything for this week, and if I didn't, 
uh, you can come back and, and, and tell me I'm wrong. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, everybody. Hopefully you're having fun in the hobby. Hopefully you're enjoying stuff, selling stuff, buying stuff, trading stuff. Uh, if I can, I'll catch you at uh, uh, the Miami Card Show this weekend. Or if you're going to your own card show, let me know how it went. Love to hear about pickups. Love to hear about what you what you, what you uh, experienced at the card show. And uh, we'll call it quits for this week of Mealy Stocks. Until I see you next week, 